This is Vanderbilt Business, and I'm Kara Shear. The Vanderbilt Business Executive MBA program offers two tracks, Executive Edge and Global Immersion. Students in the Global Immersion track spend their second year learning alongside an international cohort of approximately 60 working professionals from four prestigious business schools, including Vanderbilt Business. Global Immersion students participate in four international residencies that last for nine days each. The final residency is held in the U.S. at the Owen Graduate School of Management, and it wrapped up just a few weeks ago. Marketing Director Amy Katz sat down with student Alan Myers to get his thoughts on the final residency. They also discussed the Global Immersion track as a whole, and Alan reflects on the entire year of traveling and learning. So, Alan, could you introduce yourself? Sure. Tell me about your role and what you're responsible for. Sure. So, Alan Myers. I work at a company called International Paper in Memphis, Tennessee and I am one of the IT directors at IP. I have responsibility for our North American papers business and also our papers businesses in Brazil and India. And I also have responsibility for what we call enterprise architecture and our innovation efforts that we have in IT. So some work that's focused very much on the business and their needs and then some other things that are some ways to make our IT organization better for the whole company. Great. Sounds like you're a busy guy. A little um, bit, yeah. With lots of international responsibility. So yeah. tell us, why did you choose the Global Emergent Track of the Vanderbilt Executive MBA? Yeah, program? so it seemed like a logical fit, especially the Brazil part. So at the time that I was considering the program was right about the time I got responsibility for Brazil as part of IT at my company. So yeah, it just seemed like a good fit to learn more about how business happens in those parts of the world. That's terrific. So now we're here at the end of the final residency mm-hmm. here at Vanderbilt. Can you tell me some of the highlights of working with the cross-cultural team? I know that's a little different than the team you had in the first yeah. year. First, I'd say the experience with both my teams was really terrific. And one of the things I really take away is that it's very important to engage with that team to get to know them as people and get to know kind of what's behind them as a person. You know, you could go through this and just do work. But if you really want to, one, get more out of it personally, and two, be a better student, be a better team, if you can understand who each person is individually and kind of what shaped them in their lives, it really goes a long way to better results and enjoying the experience. I would say that when you think about the international team, for me, the different cultures, as in countries, was probably not the biggest thing I took away from it. I'd say that The personalities of the people was not always tied to the country they were from, but maybe more from their heritage or just certain things that kind of shaped them as they were growing up. So I guess maybe I stereotype a little too much about a certain culture will be a certain way and more people are kind of shaped by their personalities and their upbringing. So just a couple examples of that. The Brazilian on our team, I've worked with lots of Brazilians and the Brazilians are usually very outgoing and vivacious type people and our Brazilian is a total introvert so you know you could have made an assumption there that he was going to be a certain way and the reality of the situation was he's not that way at all and I'd say in terms of Canadians we have on our team both of our Canadian team members are of Asian descent and I'd say they probably take more of the way they are from how their families were as they grew up versus being from Canada So, yeah, I guess you got to know the whole person uh, as you go through it. But that's the great part of the program is that you're kind of figuring all this out as you go through it and 
just adds a little bit more to the complexity of figuring out who people are as a person as you figure out how to work with them. Yeah, great insight. So any personal <coughs> anecdotes about maybe some of the bumps or guffaws or just interesting, amusing experience of kind of getting to know people, time zone issues? or Yeah, time zones are a huge struggle. It's multiplied when you take a group of Canadians who are in Vancouver on Pacific time. We've got a group of people in the central time zone, and then we've got a Brazilian that's, depending on the time of the year, either two hours or four hours offset from the time that we are in the central time zone. So you could have a six-hour gap there. And how do you find a time that's good for everybody to get work done when you have that kind of difference in time? So we actually ended up meeting on Saturday mornings, which is not what I would have picked. (laughs) If if I was king, that would have been weighed down on my list of the times I would have picked to do it. But it worked for the team, and you know that's part of the sacrifice of doing something like this is you gotta find something that can work for everybody. Yeah, flexibility very important. Um, yeah. I can imagine six time zones. Wow. So how is the cross cultural team a little bit different than the team that mm-hmm. you were on that first year? The team I had the first year, we we're all from more or less, maybe not all from the southern U.S., but all had spent significant amount of time in the southern U.S. So culturally. There wasn't anything different of us. We were different ages, man, woman, right? So we have those kind of differences. But it was really easy to kind of click with those people. And you didn't have to dig really deep to get to know who they were. So that was a leg up to starting to work together. You didn't have to work at that. I think with the cross-cultural teams, you really have to take the time up front to get to know each other and understand who you are. And I think that's a little harder, too. You have some language barriers as well. So with the Brazilian and the Mexican on our teams, English is a second language. So expressing themselves probably is not as natural at first. It gets better as you go along. So I think that makes it a little harder maybe to get to know people right off the bat. But that's one thing our team did really well. And I give credit to the Canadians on our team because that's where we went first was the Vancouver So they took it upon themselves to really force the team to do some exercises to understand our personalities and the way we work and what's important to us as far as what we're trying to get out of the program. And then we spent a lot of time together as a team in that first residency. You know, anytime you go into a situation, you're taking people from four different schools, you put them in Vancouver, you could easily just go to class and then go hang out with the people that you know from the U.S. So we were very intentional to say, don't do that. Let's hang out with each other as a group as much as we can this first week. And that paid huge dividends. Our team was great. We did really good work. And I think a lot of it is tied to that work that we did that first week. That's great. It's a great investment in getting to know each other. So let's bring it back to Nashville. Here in this final residency, you just finished two courses, Mm -hmm. Creating and Launching New Ventures and the Global Innovation Strategy. So kind of describe what it's like to learn from the Vanderbilt professors, maybe in contrast to those in Vancouver. Yeah, I mean, I'm biased maybe, but the Vanderbilt professors are better than the others in the program. Not that they're bad in the other places, but if you go straight off content and what I think I learned, I learned the most from the courses that we had with the Vanderbilt professors. I was really excited about this last set of classes because I have a responsibility for innovation within my organization. So 
Dave Owens' class was one that I really am interested in. More than any other class, I spent time really trying to make sure I captured all my takeaways of what I want to remember and try to work into what I do as a job. So that part was great. Honestly, I wasn't as excited about the create a new venture because I have no intentions of starting my own business. I'm not the young whippersnapper in this program that wants to get start their own business and make themselves a millionaire. But it was a great class. And I would say it was great because it was so much effort in such a short period of time. It was kind of a little bit of a pressure cooker, working in a team type test. Mm -hmm. And it really stressed a lot of the teams, including ours, that it's harder to really work as a team, get along when it's 10 o'clock at night and you haven't had dinner and you're on your third night in a row working 18 hours a day. It's a good test of who you are as a person and can you maintain kind of your sanity and treating people the way you want to treat them when you're really not happy about being in the situation you're in. Sure, sure. So funny that you mentioned not wanting to start your own business. Do you think the class that gives you a deeper appreciation for someone within your organization who maybe wants to start a new product line? Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. There's no doubt you can take takeaways from the lessons of that to many things. Sure. It really is educational. Things you should understand, like in a big company like I work in, you've got to be way up the organizational chain, say, to interact with the board of directors. So that's kind of this unknown thing that happens for most people you know there's only a few people with senior vice presidents that get there but when you're starting your own business you might have a board of directors from the get-go so just some of the insight little things like that of you into what happens with boards of directors and the actions and how you handle that it's good stuff to know and if you ever get to a point in your career if I ever get there where I have interactions with that I'll have some kind of base knowledge on how you handle that. Yeah, some context to that. Yeah, that's great. Plus, I'm sure Bertram is a very illustrative teacher. Yeah, well. he's so I love his approach. So he comes on strong to try to establish control, I guess, mm-hmm. and a sense of high standards for what he expects out of the class, which I think that's a great way to go about it. So you start with really high expectations, and then maybe you're – a little softer than it appears you're going to be when you come in on the front end. And I would say that the level of attention and effort that people gave to that class were greater than any of the other classes that I've seen just because of his style about how he goes about it. People know that he has high expectations and people tend to rise to the kind of standard that you expect out of them. Right. So yeah, very impressed by him and how he went about running that class. Yeah, yeah. No one falls asleep. And yeah. Enough. The other thing I think is cool is we had a lot of interaction with some of the TAs that are actually day students in the MBA mm-hmm. program. Different people that are in the day program came in and talked to us about what they were working on in terms of innovation and venture projects and what we were working on. And just, I mean, it's really impressive. There's a lot of really smart people running around this place. Yeah, that's and, great. That's you know, great. It doesn't matter how old you are. There's a lot of smart people. So yeah, it's terrific. just fun fun interacting with smart people. Well, tell me a little bit about, you spent the last week here in Vanderbilt, here in Nashville. Yeah. What were some of your favorite activities? I know they took you on a bus, they drove you all over town, you visited companies. Yeah. Like yeah. I liked all of it. We had, the, you know, fun, fun. We went out downtown and did some of the music scene and did some country dancing. So that's fun. So that part, 
the more school part of it, we went to the Nissan manufacturing facility in Smyrna. So I work for a paper company, so I've seen lots of paper mills. I've never been in a car manufacturing facility before. So that to me was fascinating to see how things happen there. And then very different than that, one of our other stops was a company called Red Pepper, which is a marketing agency here in town. And that is obviously 360 degrees different than the Nissan plant. So it's just really cool to see two sides of that equation. The Nissan plant, the level of automation and the robotics really was interesting to me and how you keep all that. You know, I'm a tech guy, right? So it's interesting to me how you're programming those robots and all that stuff. And then on the Red Pepper side, it was more about the culture of the office. They had intentionally designed that office to kind of pull people out of their individual workspaces into common areas so that they'll interact with each other and tried to make it a very open layout. Felt very much like you were at somebody's house. A lot of time spent in the kitchen and the living room type areas, just interacting. And that seems to make perfect sense to me for creative people that you want to get them together and let them be creative together. So I thought it was a really cool office layout that they had. You just felt comfortable there. Like it would be a good place to get work done. So I thought that was neat. That's great. So it sounds like there was something for everybody. There really was. Yeah, it was a good mix of things that we did. We stopped too and at there's a, an innovation center here on campus that has been created. Right. And as early, it's, it's, I think, in its first or second year of existing. Okay. So that was cool, too. One takeaway from that was that the program could probably use that more, get the MBA students over into that innovation center and do some work there and use some of the creativity, right, build that into the program that way. So all really good. It was a great week. It was an exhausting week. But, you know, you feel really good. The other thing I'll say that I loved about the Ventures class is that there's an element of competition. And not everybody loves that, but I have always been an athlete and love competition. And there's something about that that makes people step up their game, that you know that you're going to be compared to your peers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it, it was not done in a cutthroat way. And they didn't go down and say who finished in last place, right? But having a first place and a second place and a third place... It's exciting, right, to be able to do well on that. So that's cool. Yeah, that's terrific. Well, congratulations for surviving this very <laughs> and finishing those two very big projects. So let's talk a little bit about your employer. So I know IP is a big global employer. What does your company or maybe your immediate boss think of your participation in yeah. this program? And so. specifically in this track that has the four residencies. So when my boss and I were talking about MBAs, his advice to me was, if you're going to do it, you need to go somewhere that has a reputation for being a good school, an accomplished MBA program, because it wouldn't have done me any good in my job to have just gotten an MBA anywhere. So that was one big part of it. I think Vanderbilt obviously has a reputation as something that when people even on your internal resume see that you have an MBA from Vanderbilt, that has some weight that goes with it. I think that I've watched it, so my job as a director, I report to the CIO of our company, and then my boss reports to the senior vice president of finance in the company. So I noticed there was definitely an awareness of what I was doing. The CFO of the company, when I would see him, would ask me how it was going. So I thought that was interesting. So clearly it was talked about at that level that I was doing this. It's one of those things that I went into it trying to do my job better. And 
as I've risen in the IT organization, most of my job is interacting with business leaders. So my whole point of getting the MBA was to try to build more skills that would allow me to be more effective on the business side. So understanding the financial side better, understanding strategy better, those kind of things were what I was really looking for. I found that through the program, every class that I took, the good thing about being a little maybe more advanced in my career and having more years is that every class I could find something about my job that I could, whatever the project, the assignment was, I could do work that was pertinent or, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, applied to my job. And then on things like organizational behavior, I've been a leader of people long enough that I had lots and lots of experience that I could look at what they were teaching us and apply it to where I was good and not so good at, at leading people. To me, it's been fabulous. The whole program's been good. And maybe some of the things I thought I'd use more of, maybe I won't. If I'd handpicked the classes myself, I may not have taken a few of these classes that it turns out that I probably took a lot out of. So, yeah, that's great. It sounds yeah. like you also had some really rich stories to contribute to the class. I, I hope think. I did. I think yeah. I did. Yeah. Right. And uh, Having seen a lot more situations. Yeah. Than yeah. People. I think so. I mean, I think great relationships built with everybody here. And yeah, hopefully that I've been able to share some things that I've learned along the way that'll help other people. Yeah, I think I have. Absolutely. So I guess kind of in <clears> summing up, How do you feel this particular track, this global immersion track, has better prepared you to take on or even better in your own job to manage these cross-border assignments? Yeah, that's hard to figure out. I mean, I don't know that I have a list of things that I could list 1 to 10 that I'll do better now leading a team in Brazil. I will tell you this. My trips to Brazil, I usually go there twice a year, and I'll spend six or seven days down there usually. And it's very much, it's not like I'm really going to Brazil because they kind of take me around and it's catered to me, I guess, right? It's not like I'm really dropped into the Brazilian culture and can learn more about it. It's kind of somebody's always taking me to dinner and the meetings are arranged so that I can quickly learn what's going on there. For the program, since I was there for nine days or so for school, and I actually stayed and worked after that. So I spent 17 days or so in Brazil on that trip. So the school part, you know, you get a little bit more of an acclimation to what it's really like to be a Brazilian. And then in between school and work the next week, actually spent some time with some of the people on my work team, but just in a total social setting at a kind of true Brazilian barbecue at somebody's family farm. And I just felt like on the other trips I got a little bit of what it's really like to be a Brazilian. And then on this trip, I really started to understand more of what it would really be like to live there. Once you really know what people's lives are like, I think you're just better as a leader. The biggest thing I took from that was probably just the extended time that I had in Brazil to just kind of soak in the culture a little bit more and make that part of how I act when I interact with those folks. Yeah, so you'll you'll be a richer, more... Yeah. Empathetic leader. I think so, hopefully, from that. Yeah. That's terrific. That's great that you're able to extend your stay a little bit. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, awesome. Well, this is terrific. Any final thoughts? I mean, you've answered these questions beautifully. Yeah, no, I think it's a neat experience. Probably it'll take a little time to really soak it in and really figure out what all the takeaways from it were. But as I sit here on the last day of the program, I'm really glad I did it. It's a little bittersweet. 
it's been a lot of work, but I've really enjoyed it. So yeah, it's been great and I'm glad I did it. Thanks to Amy and Alan again for their time and thank you for listening. You can find more stories and information about Owens Graduate School of Management by visiting our website, business.vanderbilt.edu or following at Vanderbilt Owen on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Music is by Mike Foster, editing is by Harim Yang, and I'm Kara Shearer.